0: Hi, I'm Spencer. And I'm Blake. Welcome to Weekly Jump, presented as part of the Geekly Grind Podcast Network. This is our weekly episode reviewing first
1: impressions of newer anime and manga titles. Let's jump in. Okay,
2: everybody, we have more Weekly Jump, and this week we are not watching Star Wars Visions. No, oh, well. So, Let's go back to space, I
1: guess. <laughs> yeah. Although first we'll do something else.
2: <laughs> no, it's space too. It's just, it's just the space monsters well, are very
1: different kinds of space monsters. That's true. You know what? D- to be fair, Earth is in space. We are basically just <laughs> on a big spaceship. Yeah. Uh, so our our page flips for the week
2: are Baroto, which. Blake reminded me that, uh, he has covered everything of Baruto so far. And, uh, I, not everything I had to, I had to read the manga and I was, uh, well, I
1: have, I have thoughts. (laughs) You have a certain degree of salt about this series that I am starting to understand less and less. I, uh, early on when we first started doing Monday pods, which has been over a year ago now, uh, I think Boruto is one of the first ones I covered because they had actually sent uh, several physical books. The, the Geekly Grant had sent me several physical books um, for us to cover and Boruto is one of them. Um, I read it, I talked about it and then I, I put it in the box for, uh, you know, random presents to our Patreon patrons. Um, so uh, I, I remember having mixed feelings about it. I've also covered the anime and watched a good, a good deal of the anime, Although I guess compared to how much of the anime there is now, I have not watched a good deal. I've watched like 30, 40 episodes. Um, I, I know I know because I believe I heard it somewhere. So I I know in the way that people know things that they don't actually know, but that they might be right about, <laughs> that the Boruto manga takes place a little bit after the Boruto anime starts. And the Boruto anime basically has like a couple of arcs worth of buildup to getting to where the Boruto manga begins. Um, and I think that the Boruto anime is a little bit boring at the beginning, And I thought that these first few chapters of the Boruto manga were pretty decent. They definitely felt more like some of the chapters of Naruto Shippuden than I remembered to them feeling while obviously dealing with new characters that you're getting to know. And so there's, there is that sense of like not quite knowing where you fit in all of this or how you feel about everybody. Um, There's also definitely a little bit of a uh, let's let's excite the fans by showcasing these familiar characters. Um, And there's a lot of that, and it's relatively innocuous, even though it does also feel a little self-indulgent. But I don't know, the artwork is pretty solid. It might get a little messy during some of the faster paced action scenes, but the artwork looks pretty good. The characters look very much like Naruto characters. Um, The premise of the series being that, you know, the, the village that Naruto has lived in throughout the series has advanced somewhat in technology and, uh, and Naruto's son is now sort of dealing with the reality of the world that his father helped to create. And so like, it, it is a direct sequel of Naruto in that the character of Boruto and the world that Boruto inhabits are all very distinctly created by the series of Naruto. So I, I don't know, I was reading it and I was like, you know what, honestly, this is a pretty strong continuation of the Naruto story based off of the first three chapters. Uh, I thought it was pretty, pretty cool, pretty interesting. Um, there's definitely a sense of like, okay, well, Naruto has been going for a long time. So we're sort of at a certain point, we're just making people strong because we need them to be strong. And I, I don't know, there, there is a sense of like this series has been around so long that this doesn't feel necessary, but it also felt pretty fun and pretty accurate to the vibe of Naruto. So I think if you're a Naruto fan, I think Boruto a definite jump in.
2: Yeah, okay, so here's my reaction to it after having watched yeah. some of the anime and reading the manga.
1: Some of our listeners would dispute this, but you and I are both Naruto fans. Yes. Uh, but you don't particularly agree with me that Boruto's worth watch- watching or reading, is that correct? Okay, so uh,
2: my my opinion on the read... Um, I've read a little bit of Baruto. I went a little bit deeper, uh, than you. I went about 10 chapters into it. The biggest reason why is because oh, I've wow. read, I've read the first couple of chapters before of Baruto. Um, and, uh, it, it, didn't super catch me. So I decided to go a little bit deeper to see if I really enjoyed it more. Um, I, I will say that this is, uh, this is a case of one that is, uh, a subpar anime. In my opinion, it is, it is not a fun anime watch for me. Um, um, it has it the way that it comes about it is definitely a sequel series and the uh, the animation didn't impress me on the front end and on the back end uh, i've been watching some of the the cool new fights that have come out that people are losing their shit about that are baruto super fans um and i watch them and i'm just like ah, it, d- it just doesn't feel like it has the same stakes for me um maybe it's just mm. because i'm not as interested in the show and the animation yeah, i will say a that sloppy. a couple
1: of uh, see i think the animation looks pretty good uh, but it, it, it looks good how do i say this without it sounding really shitty I, I was gonna say it looks good by modern standards so i i what i mean is it doesn't look atypically good but most modern anime have a crisp bright sort of minimum level of quality to them and borto very much is within those parameters like it it looks very good if you put it next to original naruto original naruto looks very bad um and but i think i see what you're saying but i have watched a couple of those fights in the in that not not as many fights as you'd like given how many episodes of boruto i've watched but i have mm-hmm. seen uh quite a few that really pop in an exciting way but i have not seen any of the recent ones
2: yeah um so that that all being said uh the manga is much better than the anime um (laughs) the the biggest reason why i think the manga is so much better is that the manga doesn't have the pacing issues at the start that the Baruto anime does um it also it also uh really jumps you into the storyline in big chunks that don't feel like it is so so much self-serving in comparison um and the way that they do the, the fights inside of the manga don't do that thing that they have to do inside of anime, which is very frustrating when you know a character is uh, a certain power level after you've watched them for a long time. And that being said, it's like uh, when you're watching Dragon Ball Z and you have characters that reach a certain plateau... Uh, when they make their next fight, you have to cripple them sometimes in some way in order to make the next fight interesting, or you have to keep right. on raising the stakes to the point where it's just like the the fights become so ridiculous and earth shattering that it's just like, you know, breaks everything at the end of Naruto. um, Spoiler alert, if you haven't watched the series yet or read all the way through the especially manga, since we are actually covering it. So, yeah, so be aware of this. Um, the, the final sequence of fights between Sasuke and Naruto, um, are between the two most powerful ninja that have ever existed. Like basically, um, their fight is legendary and gigantic and they are insanely powerful in comparison you could make an argument that these two ninjas should not have dropped in power level inside of this universe to like an extreme degree, even if they have been, you know, out of the fray for a while. Um, And so when the manga picks up, you have to give them very dangerous enemies very quickly. And then you have to drop a character that is far, far below their power level inside of it. If you're going to keep them as characters uh. And so the way that they do it inside of the anime, the animation, the way that they have to do it makes the characters look weaker than they are, especially the Naruto fights. Um, I, I watched him fight a couple of times and I was just like, Naruto looks like a, he looks like he is not even as strong as Kakashi in some of the fights that he does where he's like you know, having trouble with this random ninja and the random ninja does not seem to look that, that powerful. And the, yeah, there, I was just going to say the other thing too, that Baruto does, which is done in the manga, I guess uh, I haven't gotten to that point and definitely done in the anime is that there are too many characters who have absorb your chakra abilities. I, uh, I, I, it is a, conceit that they keep on doing in order to like cripple super powerful characters, and it is kind of a boring power. Um I've never been a super big fan of that kind of power unless it comes with a horrible thing that happens on the other backside of it. A great case. It's like a, it's like
1: weaponized <laughs> plot relevance. Correct.
2: And the the best character in in relation to this that I've always felt would be like a character like Rogue. Like Rogue is Mm. such a good character because it is built into her character that, number one, she doesn't want to kill anybody. Number two, she doesn't want to hurt people. Number three, she has a debilitating emotional connection to her power, which is that when she touches somebody, not of her own volition, she starts to absorb their life energy. So when she's around people and wants to be physical with somebody else, she can't. And it is a thing that is so awful for her. When there's just characters that are just like, by the way, my power is that I can just turn on this life suck ability at any time. I'm just like, "Ah, that feels like a conceit. Like they couldn't find a better excuse to cripple super powerful characters. Um, Mm. Those are my biggest gripes with it. But I will say that the manga is much, much better than the anime.
1: Yeah. And I I would agree with you have not having read as far in the manga and not having gotten far enough in the anime to catch up to the manga. There is a sense that, uh, The villains that they seem to be building up in the early chapters of this manga, you know, you have a sort of meta understanding that like Boruto is the main character. This is an action manga. He will be involved in the action and he will probably be crucial to the action. So his involvement will probably be what makes or breaks victory for the heroes. Because that is, you know, that's how these things work. And obviously Boruto is a continuation of Naruto, which is an ensemble series, which means that not always is it reliant on Naruto for them to win. But generally speaking, that's just how these things go. And even in the ensemble series of Naruto, that is still usually how these things go. Um, So there is an aspect of it where I'm like, okay, Boruto being the main character this being a story that is going to have a lot of similarities to the plot structure of Naruto. Like I'm going to expect Boruto to be involved in these fights and to be, to be sort of linchpin there. And, uh, his whole character is not that he isn't a skilled ninja, but he's sort of a naturally skilled ninja because I think of his genetics. And, uh, he is not actually a very committed ninja. um, And or at least he is becoming one sort of late. And so like the the idea that he will eventually be crucial in a fight against these villains that are strong enough to be a problem for the end of the series, plus some time since then, heroes of our preceding series does definitely give me a sense of sort of preemptive suspension of disbelief complications. So I I think I kind of see where you're coming from. I think the early episodes of the anime dodge around that by having the problems be sort of uh separate they, they aren't involving the older characters but the 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 early chapters of the manga seem very clearly like they're setting up um naruto and sasuke to be involved in what's going on and that does make me wonder like how are we going to square that circle with boruto they're not being like a really believable way for boruto to be strong enough to be a participant here so how are we going to do that so i am curious about that and a little concerned but overall i enjoyed my experience
2: yeah um all right so uh before we jump into our screen time i will remind you that i need more memes in order to give away things <laughs> and if you want to send me a dad joke with it as well that is extra icing on the cake that will not give you extra uh, chances to win, <laughs> but it will advance my day and uh, the first <laughs> the first dad joke that I've received um, was uh, why does nobody joke about rock type or ground type Pokemon? Why? because their jokes have reached rock bottom. oh my god it's just it's just the most most awful. <laughs> all right let's go into our screen time uh so uh send us us those but uh let's talk about gundam seed holy shit uh
1: yeah two things i I guess i technically watched gundam seed the remaster or whatever because that was what was available Mm. uh but my understanding is that that it's the same (laughs) yeah uh so two things (laughs) one
2: man the animation is fucking beautiful two we have come a yeah. long way in CGI. <laughs> <laughs> it,
1: but it's not bad. If, I mean,
2: it's obvious, every, but it's not bad. Every moment of CGI is just like, Ugh. and then it gets right back to like the great animation. And you're just like, oh man. Also Gundam is a series that I swear to God, it is, it, I, I compared it to somebody. It's like the anime version of Magic the Gathering. There is a large <laughs> learning curve. Uh, so people that are going into this blind and just want to pick up one of the series to see if it's a fun watch. Uh, it is it is way more of a commitment than that. Each one of the series uh, kind of builds on each other. Some of them uh, are immediately after other ones. Some of them you must have watched another one in order to be into it. Some of them make no sense in comparison to the re- the rest of the Gundam series. Um, the one that is uh, arguably to me the most fun and the least important to the rest of the Gundam series, uh, all those Gundam fans out there, come fight me. Um, is going to be G Gundam. And the biggest reason why is G Gundam really just seems like it's a, a big fight tournament where you get to fight as your Gundam. So it's, it's like, it feels very, very different from the rest of the series because the rest of the series is like, do you love fighter pilots? If you do, you're going to really want to watch these fighter pilots pilot around big giant robots and also, if you like political intrigue, Gundam is like your jam. Because every one of the good series of Gundam has like very good breakdowns of
1: political intrigue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh that is my understanding. But as we started watching this, uh I thought to myself, I don't think I've ever watched a Gundam series. Yeah. I I, uh, I know that I'm, I missed it when I was a kid because I didn't have Cartoon Network. Yeah. Uh, and you, then you I, didn't watch I Gundam Wing. Watched, no. Yeah. My, and actually my husband is, is re-watching Gundam Wing now because he has watched it. He watched it as a kid. Uh, and I think that's interesting because he is generally not particularly compelled to watch anime like it's just not it's not a genre that catches his interest uh but he just sort of randomly started watching Gundam and I was like okay well that's interesting um so yeah i i have watched code Geass which i, I believe we have litigated this on this show i was under the impression that code Geass was a gundam series uh it's i believe once i brought that up it was it was uh discussed in the in the discord and i i learned that it is not a gundam series it's just a series that shares a lot of um a lot of tropes with gundam series so it it kind of feels similar to them but it is not officially a gundam series that's that's if i'm remembering that correctly i think that's how that shook out so uh, as a consequence i have not watched any gundam series uh and i watched the first three episodes of this and i thought it was fucking great uh it looks really good um it's from 2002 it looks like uh, and I I suspect, without remembering exactly what anime we're kind of on then, although I think 2002 was around the early days of Original Naruto, um, this looks really, really good. I would expect this to be one of the better-looking sort of multi-episode 2002 anime. And uh, this story is off to a really good start. Um, I think they definitely throw you in the deep end as far as, like, not over explaining a lot of things and there are a lot of things going on yeah there are like t- warring factions that have a a conflict that's been established before the series and there there are you know p- interpersonal relationships and there there are different levels of gundams and gundam-like machines that are being utilized and they're you know, the human race is living in like space colonies, but the, like, I didn't even realize until a, a couple episodes in that the place where the, the main characters were, wasn't earth. I thought they were like on earth. And then I was like, Oh, it's a spaceship. Um Yeah. And you know, there's just, there's, there's a bunch going on. There's a lot of moving pieces. And I don't think that that is a detriment, but it is something where it's like, you're, you are going to have to pay attention And you may be lost a little bit because I get the impression that I missed at least one thing that was explained in these episodes and that they did not explain everything because they are they are bringing it to you in time. And I think that the way that they're doing it, they're not going out of their way to hide information. They are simply presenting relevant bits of a very full and rich and complicated world that they have created as they become relevant and then figuring out when they will be able to explain it. And I would argue that based off of my relatively limited experience with the series so far, that that is good writing, that this is well-written, that this is super enjoyable. Um, There is a sort of fish out of water new to this protagonist, kind of similar to what I was talking about with, with Boruto who sort of gets thrown into the fray, but it, it feels believable based off of what I've seen from him so far that he is able to sort of stand in, in this conflict in the way that he is currently because of the uh, particular skills that he has and the technology that he has at his disposal and how that relates to the technology he's going up against. And I just thought this was super good. It, it really made me want to watch the rest of it. It really made me want to go back and watch other Gundams. Uh, according to the Wikipedia article, this is the ninth Gundam franchise. So it's deep in there, but it also says it takes place in a future calendar era Uh, I don't know what that means. I I bet if you're a Gundam Gundam fan that it might make sense to you. It says it's the cosmic era and that it's the first to do so. So it may be that Gundam Seed is a good one to pick up with because it, it looks like it is the first series the first gundam series to take place in the time frame that the series is taking place in i don't know what that means as far as how it relates to previous series but uh to me as somebody who did not have previous series knowledge going in uh i i did not feel like i was missing some sort of inside joke that everybody else knew and uh i felt like i was able to you know with the caveats that there's a lot going on and that they are not just going to sit there and talk to you about what is going on before it goes on yeah Uh, i didn't feel lost or anything like that
2: yeah so i really really liked it
1: so all that being said great series
2: definitely a watch um so stick with us after these credits and we'll give you another important life lesson
1: Blake and Spencer Get Jumped is made by Forever Summer Productions and presented as part of the Geekly Grind podcast network.
0: Sound editing is done by Rashad English. He's our level 13 sound wizard. 13? Did he jump even more levels? He gained a lot of experience by defeating the Dark Lord of Smooth Jazz. Do you mean Chuck Mangione from King of the Hill? Rashad is the King of the Hill now. Damn it, Bobby. Anyway, our podcast is ad-free, and if you want to keep it that way, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Follow us on Twitter at BNS Get Jumped. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Blake and Spencer Get Jumped. Or talk to us on Reddit at Reddit.com slash R slash Get Jumped. Also, we have a Discord server. You can find the links to that on all of our social media platforms. If you like the show, please like, subscribe, and leave a review. Reviews help other listeners find our show. New review episodes come out every Monday, and new rewatch episodes appear every Friday.
1: And, hey, thanks for listening. Hello, my name is Jeremy Snow, owner and editor-in-chief of The Geekly Grind. We interrupt your awesome, regularly scheduled programming to ensure you're aware of The Geekly Grind podcast network, of which this show is a treasured member of... If you haven't had a chance to check out our site, you can do so at thegeeklygrind.com, and while you're there, take a look at the other members of our steadily growing podcast family, including the anime-centric Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, discovering new heroes on Comic Book Keepers with Chris and Lance, exploring the vast universe of geekdom with Geek Exploration, or appreciating animation's finer details with JD's Ink and Paint Club. Escape your weekly grind at the Geekly Grind. We'll see you next week, and until then. All right just remember
2: that if you're gonna wear technology that increases your power you should you should probably you should probably tell your dad first because like if you if you don't you might be setting yourself up for a moment where he's gonna say that he is disappointed in you and it's gonna fucking wreck you you know my dad